Ladies and gentlemen, this is Max Medici, host of the Medici Brothers Show, and I'm here with the Color Commentary crew to bring you a review on the new movie, Dumbo. I'm going to be joined here with our man, Chuck Taylor. Mr. Chuck Taylor, why don't you come on real quick, sir, with the Medici Brothers, and uh, let's talk about this movie. What's happening? What's up, guys? What's up, guys? What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, this this movie, this movie Dumbo, y'all put out, have mixed feelings about it. You know, y'all tried, but I don't know if y'all actually succeeded. We'll have to see. The feelings were wonderful and awesome. Opposite of that. The opposite. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not tell the press about that one. <laughs> but let and, me um, tell you who I'm with. Uh, we can't face party easy. We do all parties of all kinds. Um, don't forget, we got in-game coming up in the end of April. So look for that event right. But yeah, I'm ready to get into the show. All right. And, of course, this is Rashad Waters, the owner and founder of Block Band Music and Publishing, the company that gives you uh, instruments to marching bands all across the nation. But, of course, let's get ready for Dumbo! <laughs> <laughs> the best part right. of the movie. There you go. We try to keep our intro short because uh, Charlie says nobody has watched this movie, so they don't know what we're talking about. So let's just go ahead and get into it. <laughs> well, what are your feelings about Dumbo, Mr. Chuck? Oh, well, mine's going to probably be short and sweet, I guess. I, 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 I couldn't get into the movie, man. It was just like a drag almost. Um, the things I did like, I guess I'll go with that first. I did the the way they made Dumbo and all the elephants look with the CGI was awesome. Um, the actors, I think they all did a pretty good job um, with just you know playing their parts. It wasn't anything like spectacular, um, but they had a lot of uh, big stars in this movie. Um, I don't know if anybody wanted done Dumbo. I guess it's just because you know Disney's just hey we're gonna do all of our movies live action, so we just make that double money on these films. <laughs> And they're everything. I guess Pinocchio's coming out next. I don't know, but like, you can't. You meet it. You're, you can't get off. There we go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know that anybody wanted this movie per se, but I think Disney kind of needed to have this movie because when you go back and watch them, like. Yeah, it was. Yeah, was, <laughs> I remember when before this movie came out, I had looked at some of the uh, older clips, just reviews of the older movie. I was like, "Oh gosh, yeah, that ain't gonna fly." Like that was racist. I don't know what they had. This in the movie they did. That was gracious. No wonder nobody like Dumbo. But that, but yeah, this this um, <clears throat> I guess the. I just couldn't follow really with the story. I just the story to me didn't have enough in it. Um, uh, they didn't have you no know, talking animals like they did on the cartoon version, so it kind of lacked any comedy. It didn't really have songs, so to me, it because Dumbo doesn't really show that much emotion, and he doesn't really, you know, keep the movie going. You got to really go with the dialogue of the of the um, <clears throat> of the other characters, and I just I just don't think they did a good job with. I mean, to me, if you're making a kids movie, you want to have fun. 
fun, cool things that happen on the, on the movie and keep things energized. Like to me, it kind of just got bland and boring. It never really started with any type of bang. Um, the villain, uh, a vulture played the villain, which I don't understand why he even became the villain because it didn't make sense of even why he wanted to be mean. I guess kill Dumbo's mom, you know. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, his decision making wasn't smart. Like if you're a businessman to make money, you just want the animal to do what it's supposed to do so your people get what they want. Like to me, adding like when he took the net away on the first time where they're going to be have a live show, it's like you probably want to like make it easy for them to do the first show so you can make lots of money off multiple shows after this. So if they die on the first one, you know, it's not really going to be that much money you're going to make. So I don't really understand the point he was trying to make. Um, And real quick, and what was the point of Double not having a saddle? Having what? A saddle? Yeah. I'm like, that's got to be chafing all over the place. I'm like, what is he supposed to ride on exactly? Flying all up on it. This monkey's flapping his wings, his little ears like they're, they're actual wings. That was one thing I couldn't really stand looking at. Even though it looked good, I just him flapping his 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 ears like they have bones in them, like a bird. I don't know. I just I, I would have thought like when he soared or he, he got like glides and flies, but him like taking off on the ground with the ears just looked hilarious to me. They're like <laughs> twinkling like like a little helicopter or something. I was like, okay, this is getting a little little uh, little. Right. Right. You know, we're talking raccoons and, and trees and everything, yes, but you don't when it comes to yeah. changing the anatomy of, of elephant. Well, it's just it, it just looked funny with him with his ears because his ears aren't like that. Like they don't flap like wings. I mean, they mm-hmm. glide, but I don't remember him actually being. But I mean, it was a cartoon, so I guess them trying to make a live action thing with a cartoon flying elephant. You know, you're gonna get it. You're gonna have to see it somewhere. So I guess they just, you know, hey, this is—he's gonna have to be able to take off from the ground. He can't just be launched in the air and then take off, you know, and glide. Right. So, so yeah, I think just like all of like the whole climax at the end of the story didn't really make sense. Um, the ending of it was underwhelming. Yes, he gets back to his family. I guess. Uh, <laughs> I guess they all get somehow get back to Asia. And they're just killing at the war. I'm like, to me, if he gets out in Asia, somebody is going to shoot him mm-hmm. <laughs> and put him on the wall for somebody that paid them a lot of money to get him that. Like his head with those ears, he is a trophy. So I don't think that was very safe. <laughs> he was going to have a very long life out there with the other elephants mm-hmm. you know, in the jungle. So I don't know how people you know, poach and kill animals, which I, I, I do not like. I'm an animal lover, but right. I don't think it's very safe for him to be out there. It might as well left him in left him in the uh the the show a little bit. I don't know. Maybe gave him find him a zoo or something to be in, something safer with some security. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. just on sitting out there out in the jungle or ready to get killed by somebody. But you know, it is what it is. Um we had a short week. <laughs> Wasn't too much coming out. Still ready for <laughs> end game. So we'll find a way to talk about that. What about you, Mr. Waters? Oh, let's see here. With Dumbo, man, <clears throat> I think I fell into the same trap that you guys always fall into. And that's that I saw it with a little kid. Because all the other animated movies y'all watching with kids, you're like, oh, this is so wonderful. I'm like, it was all right. But I watched it with my with my goddaughter, uh, Kayla. And uh, you know, I really enjoyed it. You know, I um every time then, I, hold on, real quick, just on one note. 
Did you stay awake throughout the whole movie when you went saw with Kayla? No, but I was sleeping. I mean, you know, y'all. Oh, but... oh, you were sleeping. Okay. The movie didn't have no effect on you, but it was, nah, you were nah. sleeping in the middle of the day. When you yeah. went and saw the movie, you were sleeping. Okay. <laughs> you did. Just want to make sure. Well, you see me go to sleep on stuff before. <laughs> but, you know, you know, there ain't nothing to do. Uh, excuse me, sports fans. But uh, anyway, yeah. Um, I, like every time the elephant was fly, man, that was really beautiful. Like I, I shed a tear, I think, every time for the like first two or three times that he flew was really nice. And I like how he squirted the water on the on the bullies. That was hilarious to me. <laughs> and I, um, I like how it paid homage to the original Dumbo with the pink elephants. You know, with the um, with the bubbles and things like that. And they kept going back to Dumbo's eyes. It was. Wow. <laughs> I thought something <laughs> bad was gonna happen when, when it went away and he was like, Oh, it's it's gone now. Like I thought he was gonna, <laughs> so he's gonna <laughs> run away and do his thing. <laughs> yeah, you were you were waiting on a lot of things in that movie, just waiting, hey, something's about to happen. No, nothing happens. Just go to the next scene. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Um let me see here. I did appreciate the story because at one point I didn't like the story. Because it was going so fast. Like the whole first, I don't know, 20 to 30 minutes of the movie is going so fast. It's like Dumbo's here. Okay. Then, oh, they could pick on him. All right. Let's get him up on the top of the tower. It's like he was born yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and then they get rid of the mom. And yeah, that does, yeah. they do speed through that pretty quickly. Yeah. I'm like, what in the world? Why is this thing going so fast? But I understand now it's because what they were trying to do is try to get through all of that so they can tell you the real, their new story of Dumbo so they can kind of cover up. <laughs> The racist stuff. <laughs> Let me just get rid of that. We go, come on, it's Dumbo, but we're just gonna get rid of that. No crows, <laughs> none of that type of stuff. We just move on. Uh, overall, um, I, I think I enjoyed it. I mean, like I said, I I missed out on some of it during the uh, the big climax scene. You know, I mean, I, I started to doze off and I woke up and everything was on fire. <laughs> How did everything get on fire? I don't know what happened here. But overall, I enjoyed it. Um, I think kids will like it. I, I'll say that. So if you got kids, take your kids to see Dumbledore. I think they'll enjoy it. But all the dislikes, I don't know if it was a dislike, but God, there was a lot of awful people in this movie. <laughs> they were just terrible people. Like the first um, the first guy that was taking care of the elephants, he was terrible. <laughs> and it's funny, like um, Colin Farrell, when he was like had a disagreement with him, like he didn't push him or anything like that. He just punched him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't one of them. Just like, take him out. Yeah, exactly. He didn't try to. He, he wasn't like, get out the way, man. He's like, no, well, bam. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, let me see here. The uh, Michael Keaton's character. I don't know. He was just. I didn't understand his motivations because he was just seemed to be That's evil same for thing. no reason. Like, yeah. why? Was what was his whole reason for killing the mom elephant? Just so Dumbo would pay attention. It seems like. To me, that seems like a waste of money. I could see if if that wasn't something that they could control, you know. Um, but it seemed to me like more of an incentive, you know, to get the elephant to do what you got. Because you already bought one elephant. I mean, the elephants are cheap, I would imagine. So <laughs> why would you just murder that same elephant you just probably paid $10,000 for? <laughs> you know, why don't you just keep that elephant, see if you can get it to work, and then go from there, and then 
I don't know. It just and I didn't I don't know that I necessarily like the fact that they had um the banker in there kind of putting pressure on Michael Keaton as the villain. Cause it kind of made you sympathetic for him in a way, but not in a good way. Not like in a I feel sympathetic for Killmonger type. It's just like a well, I kind of see where he's coming from, but it more so it just it lessens him as a villain. So he's like a really mean villain for no reason, but at the same token, not that bad overall. It was, yeah. He wasn't the great. Overall, I, it was all right. Uh, one thing, watching Mr. Sunday movies recently, <laughs> so the shout out to those guys, uh, those uh, Australian guys. Oh, man, they are hilarious. And one of the guys that uh, is on the show, <laughs> he talked about the fact, it's like, is there no, do they do no training at all for these? And I was like, yeah, I, I couldn't get that out of my mind every time I was watching everything with Dumble. It's like when they would put them up on the on the uh, thing and, you know, lift them up in the air. And he looked like this was the first time he had ever done yeah. that. <laughs> it did look like that. I'm like, at least on the second time, like, they went and had a couple practices runs with him. Like, they had the net yeah. down there, and they're, they're working on it. So I'm like, okay, this, they, didn't look, they did that at all. Like, he was born, wow. throw him up there, and let's, <laughs> let's make right. some fun. Right. First day, the baby, he was literally born yesterday. Here, Dumbo, put out the fire. <laughs> doesn't even know what fire is. It doesn't know what water is. doesn't know what gravity is. Yeah. Basically, what would happen in that instance, they would went crazy, fell off, and died. <laughs> it moved a little bit over. No, no flying, just. Ah! Everybody, like, ooh. And all the people in the audience would be like, boo! Boo! <laughs> Start throwing peanuts at the dead elephant on the ground. I'm like, gosh. <laughs> Horrible people. Yeah, yeah, the people. The people in the audience were terrible, too. Like, like the elephants got big ears. Like, so? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we maybe in a more uh, accepting time, but just for them to be like, oh, he's a fake. <laughs> Throw peanuts at him. That's just a real ridiculous. What I, I, I want to know is, is when Dumbo grows up, is he just gonna grow into his ears and be a regular elephant? Yeah, he ain't gonna be the fly no more. That's gonna be good. <laughs> I'm like, like his ears are like the size of like a big elephant, but he's a baby, so he can fly with them. So it's like he's just gonna get bigger, and then he was just gonna like any regular elephant just walking around. Except he'll be able to flutter his his one his, his ears. <laughs> so, well, a quick shout out to the all these amazing toys that I borrowed from my mom. That I uh, forgot to put in my intro here. Here is Dumbo's mom locked away in prison. <laughs> oh, gosh. Dumbo with his fly Dumbo. And here is, here is Miss, Mrs. Jumbo at the end. She's all uh, you know, jeweled up and stuff like that. But the question everybody wants to know is who is Dumbo's dad? That's what we want to know because, uh, you know, Miss Jumbo, she's getting around, bro. Getting around somebody. You know, I think can make what's going to cause that. She get with an albatross, a crane, a dragon something. or something. I don't know what she's dragon, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she went out the species, outside of her species, <laughs> definitely. I'm going to say, uh, I hate to say, it's a good watch because I've seen the movie catch so much hate from adults, but I enjoyed it. I will say that um, I think you kids will enjoy it. What about you, Chuck? I'm gonna say no, they won't. They will. They will be bored just like I was, and they'll be wanting to do something else. So mm -hmm. if you watch it 
at the theaters, just know they're going to probably want some stuff to do, probably play with their phones or get some more food, walk around. This this thing is not going to keep their attention whatsoever to me. At least not the kids that, not, not my kids. My kids need entertainment. This is not entertainment. This is like a slow, <laughs> slow story of crap. But, you know, I'm going to give it no. I wouldn't even watch it if it comes on video. You know, uh, it's not good at all. Horrible. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess enough has been said. So let's go on to the next thing. Of course, if you like uh, what we talked about, give us a like. Uh, make sure to leave a comment, giving us your thoughts. If you were one of the many people that did not like this movie, make sure that you uh, leave a, a comment there. Perhaps you want to leave a comment. At least Disney is trying to kind of get cover up some of the racist history. At least they're trying. They're trying. <laughs> they're trying. <laughs> And of course, as usual, you got to subscribe. This is color commentary where we give you views from a flying elephant's hat. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, we got a short week this week. So we're kind of pulling topics out of our butt. <laughs> oh, um. We got some good ones, though. We got some good ones for you. We're going to make it good one way or the other. You guys may wonder why I'm dressed like this. I, we previously did our show on uh, Dumbo. So I was Danny DeVito's character, Mr. Medici here, the greatest showman on Earth. But right now, we're going to continue to talk about the greatest TV show on Earth, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's coming back, sir, as yes. soon as uh, Infinity War comes to an end on April 26th. I believe on May the 10th, we're going to get another season of the great show, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We saw a trailer for it. We saw Terminator Coulson. Yes. <laughs> Walking out the dark jacket. That thing, yeah. um, what's, that, what's that movie with the, uh, uh, when it's like Armageddon and the trucks, and they all got those like crazy looking trucks and vehicles? Mad Max. Yeah, that's what I thought when I saw the trailer was Mad Max. Like, what the heck is it, Mad Max coming out? <laughs> we got the talent version of Colson. <laughs> let's let's talk about this, Chuck. What do you think is going to be happening with Agents of Shield, and what's up with Colson? Uh, I guess what what I'm hearing is that this takes place like a year, I think, after. The effects of whatever happens on Endgame, so I guess they're just trying to like give them some time so they don't step on anything or make any spoilers. If they know any spoilers, I doubt they know anything anyway. They're probably like us, trying to like figure it out after they watch the movie. But I think, um, I mean, I, I guess we do see that Shield does come back because we see that on um, on Spider-Man: Homecoming when you see you know Nick Fury basically using Shield and acting like he has a lot of support. So <clears throat> I'm assuming this everybody gets all that kind of comes back together again. Um with Colston, I'm not I don't I don't really know what they're gonna be doing. I know that he's an evil version of himself. Um like I said with this kind of reminds me of what I said with uh Flash, how they always just use the same characters over and over again. They'll just make them bad and make them good and make them bad and make them oh, good. Lord. They get right from like, Flash on the ages of like, here we go with Colson. It's like he can't never die. He just he he died in the, on the movies. They gotta bring him back to life. He died on the TV show. They gotta turn him into the evil version now. I'm like, okay. So 
He never gonna go. I was kind of, I necessarily, I was ready for him to die. I, I like Colson a lot. Like he's one of my favorite characters. He definitely brings the show, you know, makes the show. But I thought some of the other characters have have done an, enough to be able to, you know, keep the show running without Colson as much. Because last season you didn't really see. He was kind of pushing the background a little bit to me. Um, a lot of different conf- conf- confrontations with the team, not really knowing who they trust. Like um, try, I know with Daisy, they were trying to get her into leadership. May was trying to like keep everybody calm, and you know, Yo Yo Orange got cut off, <laughs> and everybody's <laughs> kind of like, everybody's kind of at each other's throat. So it's kind of, I felt that they had enough to kind of keep the team together by the end of that. That mm-hmm. once Colton died, I'm like, okay, they can they can still do another season here without Colton. But that I guess they want to bring him as a villain now. So I, I want to see what type of role because he's he's never played the tough guy, the person that you're kind of scared of. So I want to see how he is in that role. He's always like the nice, uh, you know, father figure type guy. You know, mm-hmm. the uncle, the really good uncle or something. Yeah, he's you cool. <laughs> <laughs> you leave the kids with him, like you trust him with everything. He's always the good guy, you know, mm-hmm. like, he's on every situation. So, kind of see him play an evil person. I want to see. I hope he's good because like, if he's not, you know, I'm gonna call him out on it, you know. So, I want them to have a little bit more to do with the movies since they have the merger. They they should have some rights to be able to add some more things in there to I, help. I think you can give up on that. <laughs> That's never gonna happen. It's never. They get their own TV shows now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. But they did have some of the people from the movies on their TV shows, like those extra side characters, like those. They get like ten minutes of total airtime on the movies. Mm-hmm. They were on the Shield a couple times, so. I'm just ready for Marvel TV to kind of come back. Um, good Marvel TV. Let me not say. I'm not talking about Cloak, uh, Cloak and Dagger here. Like Shield is actually, and they have a good story. Like each each season, to me, you don't necessarily need the movies to kind of keep it going. Like you, like when they had the framework, that was really good. Like that was probably mm-hmm. one of the best seasons they had to me. And then last time they went into the future and went into space, I thought that was pretty good, pretty cool too. And then they came back to save the world. So I, I thought everything tied in. They did tie in a little bit with Thanos, I think, at the end of that one. But it <laughs> yeah. wasn't like something. Boys, I dropped him. <laughs> but yeah, they name dropped him. They Thanos. <laughs> Thanos is here to I'm like even though that's not what Thanos was there for, we like you know, he 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 was here for a hot second, and then he dipped out and snapped. <laughs> and right, so, you know, he didn't really do that much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm excited just for the show and where you see all the characters. May, um, Fitz, and uh, what's his wife? Uh, <clears throat> Uh, see, I forgot they already Simmons. There you go, Fitz and Simmons. See how they get broke up. How they get, you know. Yeah. I think, I think basically on this one, they're trying to find the the Fitz that went into the uh, frozen capsule. Right. Because mm. the other Fitz died at the end of the last season, right? Right. So, if you didn't see that season, I'm sorry, I just spoiled it for you. Huh. You just watched it. You had it all day. Should have watched it by now. It's on Netflix. Um. But yeah, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's going on in the Shield world, and hopefully, it's going to be as good as the, the past seasons. So, quick question: What is your theory as far as how evil Coulson came about? 
how evil I want him least Fitz level evil. No, what I mean, oh boy, that's yeah, that's pretty good. But what I mean like, is how, Fitz, how, did he, how did he come about? Like, where does he come from? Oh, how did he come about? Yeah. Um, I'm thinking that it's gonna have something to do with how the end of end game is like because all I keep hearing is how they're going to basically restart everything over of Marvel with the with the with this movie. So I don't know what's gonna happen that's gonna make everything have no change. They're gonna go in time. And time once they go back in time, it's gonna change everything in the future, or it's gonna be an alternate universe. Everything's mm-hmm. gonna split up and everybody's gonna merge together, and you get this evil version of Colson now that merges with you know our world. Who knows? I don't know. It's X-Men pop out. I don't know. Have no clue. <laughs> was oh he was a scroll or something, maybe the good one, and he was always evil. His the real one was always evil. I don't know. And he was mm-hmm. a part of higher. I have no idea what they're gonna do with this one. I'm completely like everything's open. No, they can they can do anything. So, I guess I just have to wait and see like everybody else. What about you? I think it would be interesting if uh, they went back to the original Avengers movie, and then the uh, that Coulson didn't die because good Coulson came about because you know that good Coulson died, but they brought him back. So yeah, what if uh, somebody jumped in front of Loki and took his spear or something like that, or you know maybe uh, maybe Loki becomes a good guy. And so in the process of Loki trying to do the right thing in order to stop Thanos, maybe he kind of goes down a different path. Mm-hmm. And that path leads him to becoming a, a bad guy. So I know there could be a story there, like a lot of the things in our life that are meant to destroy us. I mean, I guess in his place, literally. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> they kind of make us the people that we are. And we all want to get past those negative experiences and not have them, but sometimes those negative experiences make us the good people that we are. So if he didn't have that, you know, perhaps Colson would have uh, joined up with Hydra or something. Well, no, that doesn't that doesn't work because they said, he says, the guy says to him, you were shield, and he says never heard of it. So that it wouldn't work yeah. that way. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's a cyborg. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think it's going to be cool. They kind of left an Easter egg there, so, I mean, we can kind of just... Just be intrigued and watch the show. So, how it's mm-hmm. supposed to become evil? I am excited about the show coming back, though, because um, uh, Agents of Shield is a very, very well written show. Just like you said, it's unlike you know Flash and all that mess. To me, that mess is for you know. And I'm sorry if people for people who like the show, but that mess is mess. <laughs> it's for it's for people who just want to. It's mind numbing entertainment. Is, is what it is. You just want to sit back you know, after a hard day of work and just vegetate and not think about anything. So, oh, here's the Flash. He's running around and you don't have to catch all the episodes and you don't worry about the fact, oh, he's so fast, he can he can take a picture of himself with his own cell phone. Like, he's that fast. But in the next episode, when he gets punched in the face, you don't remember that. Yeah. It's mind-number entertainment. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not that way. And I think that's why the viewership is a little lower sometimes. You actually have to be thinking and pay attention <laughs> with that, with this show, even with me, like uh, when I was catching up on the show, well, excuse me, going from week to week, sometimes you're like, wait, what happened again? <laughs> sometimes it is better to kind of watch it back to back, you know, like on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But the stories, if you pay attention, the stories are really, really good, you know, and so uh, I'm excited for them to be able to do this. Hopefully they'll spend some more money per episode since they only have to do 13. <laughs> so, I mean, they, normally they would do what, 20-something? I think so, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. You know, because, like, for example, um, the last season, like, I was so disappointed by the uh, Absorbing Man. You remember him? Yeah. Like, yeah, he when he first showed up, like, it was at season three or something like that, like, he was touching the concrete and turning mm-hmm. into, you know, so he turned into, it turned into rubber, turned into everything. Now, in that season, he's just, like, turned into part of a door, and then he just went, he had a little fight with uh with the girl like what like dude you could destroy her it's like well yeah. budgetary concerns budgetary concerns <laughs> <laughs> yeah because she, she to me she that she kind of made me like i guess it was a little underwhelmed because like i guess when she did cut off old girl's orange was cool but i thought she was tougher than what she was like she got beat up by everybody it looks like <laughs> i mean daisy whooped her butt a few times and not even with her powers like she was wolfing her butt i'm like I mean, I see Daisy get beat up by lots of people. Like you're supposed to be, like, like at least Captain America. You no, know, you're supposed to be like enhanced somehow, ain't she? Like run faster, you know, fight better. Like she couldn't even do nothing to like Scarlet Witch, Scarlet not Scarlet Witch, uh, Black Widow. Like who took her out like real quick? It's like I'm no saying. problem. Exactly. Only she do is walk into the into the break room and get her cereal. Listen <laughs> <laughs> <is> the music. <laughs> Right. Anything else that needs to be said about Angels of the Shield, sir? No, no, I'm just excited to see it. I think it's going to be good. Yeah. Right. Any other theories you got? Anybody going to die on this and come back again as somebody else? My only theory is it's going to be completely unrelated to Infinity War in every way. <laughs> Other than oh, what? The name. I have a question. What do, you, what do you think about the outfits? You see the uniforms? And like Daisy getting the hair down on this. Like everybody looks a little cooler with the little okay. good up. Okay. So now that the black the brothers in charge, they all got good good looking suits again. Like right, like, <laughs> you know, cool, cool. Everybody like I, I was looking at the picture like, but it was like they like at a club or something. Like they like in the like the the like the VIP lounge there with the purple light behind them, and then, like everybody is like just like completely out of it. Like they just they just like some like kingpin type of picture. I'm like, what kind of picture is this? Like, what is this? Ages of shoe? Yeah, right. Matt got them looking tight though, babe. Ain't gonna be no, ain't gonna be no robots on the team. Ain't gonna be no robots, no aliens. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you like what we did here, uh, make sure you give our video a like, leave a comment. Uh, what do you think about Agents of Shield? Um, how do you think that Coast was gonna come back? Let us know. And of course, as usual, you've got to subscribe to uh, This is, uh, I'm about to say, this is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> this is Color Commentary, where we give you views from a Colson's backside. Peace. Wait, Colson's backside? That's not good. No. <laughs> All right, guys, we've got one and I'm excited to talk about it because this will be the end of us trying to figure out stuff to say while we're waiting on <laughs> <laughs> this so week after next week. waiting on. Huh? So we at least got Shazam and Pet Cemetery next week. We got, we got- at least we got Shazam and Pet Cemetery because we are struggling. <laughs> Chuck has said every single movie that he's watched is boring. Every single one. Alita Battle Angel. Yeah, that was a great movie. It was boring at the beginning. <laughs> Captain Marvel. Yeah, that was boring. So can we just go ahead and get Infinity War out? But uh, we, huh? 
In game. In game. In game. Ah. Cut the tape. <laughs> While we're waiting on Endgame to come out, uh, we do have some more news about what's happening with Marvel in the future. So they have a uh, movie coming up called Eternals. People talk about that. It looks like um, your girl, Angelina Jolie, is going to be a part of that somehow. Rumor has it that she may play the character uh, Cersei. I don't know. <coughs> I like some type of celestial or something. But let's talk about that. I want to start with this one because... I don't know a lot specifically about the, the Eternal characters, but I know how they came about. And I really like the story. See, the way that Marvel Comics operates is that, um, you know, hundreds of thousands, years, millions of years ago, whatever time period humans first came about, we were just going about our, you know, time humaning, you know, stabbing stuff with spears and, you know, doing what we do. And we were visited by giant creatures. They were called the Celestials. And Celestials wanted to run an experiment on us. Now, different stories say that they were doing it in order they planted seed of one of their kind inside the Earth, and they wanted humans to protect it. But that's a different story. In this situation, they were doing experiments on us. So what they did was they took the entire human race and divided it. The first part they called the Eternals, which I'll come back to. The second part they called the Deviants. And with the Deviants, what they did was they made... <coughs> Each one different. They look kind of like monsters and demons. And the story has it that all of our myths and ideas about monsters and demons actually come from the deviants. We all had, you know, different powers, different colors. Some have claws and all kinds of different things. And then you have the rest of the human race, which they seem to basically leave alone. But what they did was they imprinted them with a genetic material that over the course of hundreds of thousands of years would reveal itself and be one of two stages. Uh, one stage would be mutates, which is basically someone who has the potential to have abilities but does not have the potential to manifest it on their own. Uh, and then when they are struck with some type of radiation or all kinds of other means, that's when those powers come out. So your characters like Spider-Man, uh, Hulk, um, and numerous other characters that have powers that they didn't get first. Well, Captain Marvel is half Cree, according to the new story. So, um, full humans, um, some of those guys, they are mutates. They don't use that term very often with them. And then there's mutants. And the mutants are people who the that genetic imprint that they left has reached full expression. And so now when you're born, you have the capability of having powers. Generally, that's going to manifest itself when you become a teenager. So all of us, we're that third group. You know, we're just regular people, but either possibly when we get, you know, take our chemotherapy, we might get superpowers, or perhaps um, our children will at least have powers. More so, what about other. the um, what about the other people, uh, not mutants, but the uh, ones that are still live on the moon? The inhumans? Yeah, inhumans. We we part of that? that? We don't talk about that. <laughs> That show doesn't exist, according to. According to so the humans, how they came about was that the Cree uh, were familiar with this study that Celestials were doing, and so they wanted to duplicate that on themselves. And so they they did the same thing: they kidnapped humans and ran experiments on them. And that in humans is what they came up with. So it's a very similar type of concept. The Eternals, though, what they are is that they are the first group that the Celestials dealt with. They all basically look the same. They look like regular humans, but 
they weren't all over the place like the deviants. They weren't monsters and demons and things that look like regular humans, but they were all super strong. They were all super durable. They could all fly. They all had the ability to emit energy. Um, they all had superpowers, basically. And they could merge together to form this thing called the Unimind, which is this giant floating brain. Yes, they thought that was a great idea. It had, what? you know, powers. <laughs> the interesting thing about the Eternals is that somehow their names became almost exactly identical with the, the names of um, in Greek mythology. So, for example, like... Um, one of the guys' name is Icarus. It's I-K-A-R-I-S. And I think he's the main character. But, I mean, that's the same as Icarus from Greek mythology. Um, you have, uh, gosh, I can't remember all of their names, but the thing about it was that they were often confused with the Greek gods. And the Greek uh -huh. gods and turtles often, they met each other. Oh, there, for example, there's one, his name is uh, Mercury, which is like M-E-R-K-U-R-I or something Mercury. like that. Yeah, and he was the same as, right, he had the same powers as Mercury. They don't really know, as far as I know, why they had such similarities between them, but the Greek gods and these characters met each other, and they, you know, shook hands and had a beer. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> this, is, this is the group that um, this movie is going to be based off of, these beings. Now, how they're going to come about, we don't know. The Celestials have been introduced on two occasions in the MCU. We saw them, one of them in Guardians of the Galaxy, in mm -hmm. a um, flashback, one of them was like destroying a planet, and they said the Ego was the Celestial, which complicates know that he is not. Uh, yeah. So we don't know how that's going to come about. One other interesting thing about them, and Thanos could possibly make some type of appearance, Thanos is actually an Eternal himself. Yeah. So what happened was, hundreds of thousands of years ago, some of the Eternals on Earth left Earth and went to Saturn and established a base of operations on one of the moons there. And so you know, a couple of generations later, Thanos was born. But the thing about him is that he actually looks like a deviant. That's why he's purple and, and looks different than the rest of them even though he's mm -hmm. actually an eternal. So I guess his mom was kind of you know, getting around. You know, we can't talk about that in comic books. <laughs> so he was deviating with the deviants. <laughs> and that's why he became a bad guy. It's because, oh, they went to the, the moon of Titan, actually. So in the movies, when you see Titan, it's not a planet. It's actually one of the moons of Saturn. Um, but that's it. I don't know what's going to happen from there. I don't know how they're going to unveil this, but that's the story of the Eternal. So, all right, Chuck, why don't you go ahead and take it from here, and what do you think about this, and what do you think about Angelita Jolie? Well, first of all, you said you didn't know very much about the Eternal. I'm like, wow, I'm a history level over here. I mean, I know about the, I know the background, but like, I don't know the main characters, like the stories. Like, I, I can like tell you, X Men and like Avengers and things like that. That's right. You gave us a whole document documentary of the backstory of these characters. That was awesome. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I do what I can. So, none of this yeah. will be in the movie. <laughs> yeah, none, none of this will be in the movie. It'll all be completely different. So you won't know anything just like we won't know anything. I do know, I do believe that their eternal is going to be like in the past. So it's not going to be like something that's tied to this particular time that you see in Endgame. But they may probably throw some like Easter eggs so you'll see like maybe Somebody's pregnant, and you know that's going to be Thanos's mother or something like that. No, they'll probably throw something in there to kind of tie the tie some of the movies to it. Um, 
I I I mean, I guess I'm going to watch it, of course. I don't know too much about it. I learned a little bit listening to you talk about it. Um, Angelina Jolie, I, I mean, she's been on a few different type of comic book, video game type of movies. Um, she definitely can play her particular character very well. You know, that mysterious uh, butt-kicking woman, you know, that, mm. you know, she's sexy and, you know, doesn't, you know, kind of does her own thing. Um, so I think whoever she plays, uh, she's going to do a great job on it. Um, I'm not necessarily totally, like, excited about the movie. Like I said, like, it's not something, like, I really know about. Eternals are not, like, X-Men or you know, Avengers or any Black Panther or anything like that, you don't know too much about them. So hopefully the first movie is really going to introduce them, kind of like how like Guardians of the Galaxy like made you really a fan of that group of people. Um, so hopefully they have a good cast, very good script, um, and have a good story, you know. Um, and tie it into some of, the, some of the things that are going on, maybe like why. I would like to see something with like Odin, like because, I mean, they – I brushed over all this stuff with Odin. Odin's been around for a very long time. You know, mm -hmm. Thor's been around for like 13, 1,500 years or something. I think they said on the MCU, but I know Odin had to be around for a lot longer than that. So um, <clears throat> he had like the whole reign when he's conquering other other planets and stuff and the Bifrost. So I would like to see some type of tie-in with some of these other um, godlike beings. Um, like you said, with the um, Greek gods, I know they exist in this universe somewhere too. It's always been weird to me to have like you know the Greek guys and you have the you know the you know, Thors and Odins and all those. So I was like, do they like interact? Are they all the same people, but they just you know a different tribes? <laughs> are, they, are they the same beings, but they just like went somewhere else and grew up and they call themselves something different and are worshipped by a different group of people? I don't know. So well, there's different theories on that too, but uh, I'll cover that maybe at another point for money. Yeah. For money, <laughs> so I, I want to see. I want to see them. Um, definitely, I want to see a lot of really cool um, fights. Because I mean, if you're gonna have people with this type of power level, they they better be showing all of it in the movie. Like, I want to see like crazy fights, not like Iron Man fighting somebody. I want to see like a god fighting a god type of stuff. So the, mm. the enemy of the story, they need to be badass and and you know. The side character, it better not be like no, um, what's the people that we don't talk about anymore? The humans, we don't talk about. Yeah. yeah, those like watching those characters, like you see in their royal family, like that was just so weak, everybody was garbage. So, I know they're probably be like way stronger than, than, than those guys, but I just want to see that in the movies and cinematic universe. I want to see some Thor, uh. Type powerless. I want to see Odin Young. I would love to see Odin or maybe his grandfather or something. Somebody from 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 um, Asgard. I want to see them in this movie. Okay, um, and having some type of like so some type of dialogue so like we can trace back to uh you know how they became who they were mm -hmm. because I don't really think they really talked about like on even on the elf the dark elf movie they talked about was it his grandfather that um. Stop the Dark Elf, or who? Which one stopped the Dark Elf? That was his which dad. Um, was it Odin? Yeah, his old dad, okay. Boar. So that's kind of like as far as they go back in the history outside of the uh, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movie with the Eternals killing a, a planet. Mm -hmm. And you know when Doctor Strange and them are telling them about the you no know, the 
the Infinity Stones, but they don't really go in depth to like what's happening all the rest of the time. Like nobody really knows. So, and I also want to know how the heck they are. They they have to still be on the Earth, you know, while Thanos and all this other stuff is going on. So I'm like, how did they not step in to try to stop? I mean, some of their people got just dis start disappearing too. I'm sure they're not you know, <laughs> invulnerable of the snap. So, like. I want to kind of have some. You want to definitely answer some questions about them, like maybe they got stuck in some portal, some other quantum realm dimension type of thing, and like that's <laughs> what they're they're not there, and you don't see them intervening on any, anything. Because even Ultron about to blow the whole Earth up, they should at least came around and did something, you know. And you know, pretty much as we move into the next phases of the Marvel MCU or the MCU. Every phase from here on out is basically like the excuse phase. Like every time the Fantastic Four shows up, well, where were you? What were y'all doing? Oh, well, I was. We were. So okay, Silver Surfer, what were you doing? I was. I was getting planets. <laughs> I was picking them up for Galactus. Like everybody, we gotta have the excuse from here on out. Explain what y'all were doing. Ah, uh, we was. <laughs> in another reality. <laughs> Captain, like with Captain Marvel, we're like, well, why did you come back doing this such and such? It wasn't an emergency that we were all about to, the whole plan was about to be destroyed. You could have took care of Ultron in like no time. <laughs> right. At least help out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the longer that this goes on, the harder it is in order to make it work. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to have to be like how they did like with like Lord of the Rings. Like you have that whole chapter and then you just go go before it. Like you you gotta start like what happened before this so we can make more stories to meet up to, right. to this again. So nobody knows what's going on in the beginning. So we'll just make all these movies before anything Iron Man before any of these people show up. And right. you know, we don't have to tie anything together. Right. I mean, I mean Captain America's already the first Avenger, but he's already lost that and now mm -hmm. he's not even gonna be the second Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we had these adventures that you didn't know about, right? <laughs> was that all you wanted to say? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's about all I could really think muster up with this. I mean, uh, I think she's gonna do a good job, though. I think, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I got a lot of thoughts about this. Uh, first of all, DCEU or DEU, whatever it is, whatever you're gonna call yourself, this is the benefit of having an extended universe. See this? You see this? Marvel puts out a movie called Eternals. As long as we know that it's kind of related to everything else, we can go see it. Now, in the meantime, um, the DC is putting out, is working on something called New God. Because who knows what's going to actually come out <laughs> with DC. They've already bought it. Did you hear that they lost Edward Miller too? They did. No, yeah, I didn't hear that. Yeah, or they're about to lose him. But anyway, who knows what the heck is going to happen with DC. So when they put out the New Gods movie, like, yeah, we'll probably see it. You know, I'm sure we'll still be, uh, we will be almost rich and famous by the time that comes out. But So we're still probably reviewing stuff. But other people, why should they see it? Like, what vested interest should they have in seeing it other than the fact that the, uh, the trailers are good? But with this, we're already talking about seeing Eternals. The movie, we don't even have a date. <laughs> we don't have a clue when the movie's coming out, but we know we're going to go see it. This is what I'm talking about. The extended universe makes everything work, you know? <clears throat> Another thought here is um, 
I'm kind of wary, uh, Chuck, of all these big names kind of getting into it. Uh, I don't know how you feel about that. Okay, like for example, uh, the MCU started with with Robert Downey Jr. Okay, and he was a big name in the past, but he was kind of broken up a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. So he was easy to get on board. Chris Evans, I mean, who the heck is Chris Evans? You know, the Human Torch. Yeah. What did he do? You know, they had all these smaller name actors that they were able to use. But as the MCU is making more and more and more money, you know, and other people started to pay attention and realize, hey, this is something I can do and not just maybe do a cameo like Anthony Hopkins, mm-hmm. but actually be like the main character. Like they started to pick up these bigger names like your boy, Jake, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal. Like he's he's a he's he brings he brings home money. You know, I'm kind of concerned as they start to get into that, because I think that bigger names start to have their own influence on the movies, you know, what they're going to do and what they're not going to do. To me, it's almost like the whole whole nerd culture in general. It's like Mm -hmm. Marvel, like this whole thing started with nerds, but now that it's cool, everybody's in it. So the nerds can either be the source of information, but on the other side of that, they can still be nerds because like, ah, you're too nerdy. You know? <laughs> and this is like it's become popular now. So is it going to change kind of what the MCU was all about and that that geek culture that has come about? You know, with this, I don't, I don't know. Uh, before I go on further, what do you think about that? Um, I mean, I guess as long as they still like when I'm looking at the main characters that they brought in, I guess the only bigger name Oscar type of winner that I've seen that's going to be like a their own headline in a movie would be Brie Larson. Larson. Um, mm. Other than that, everybody else is kind of like, you know, they've been in other good movies, like they're stars, but they're not like, you know, super, you know, super well-known stars. Spider-Man's not. Um, Black Panther, he's been just about every black historic person. But other than that, <laughs> you're on me. Other than that, in a dark skin, he's been every black historical person. (laughs) So, like, just watch any of his movies, he's gonna be the historical person. You know, you know, before, uh, what is that, Lifetime? Who is it? Whoever put out that Michael Jackson documentary, like, he was gonna play Michael Jackson, yeah, in a documentary. He was definitely, he was definitely in the running, going right to be that. So, so I don't, I don't know, um, I don't know how big a role. Um, Angelina is gonna have um, in Eternals. Like she could have a side role that's kind of like an old one. Like you see her, she's in the movie, but she's not like the main character. So they may have like characters kind of like how they had uh, on Guardians of the Galaxy uh, with uh, Chris. Uh, what's Chris? Uh, okay. Yeah, Chris Pratt. No, he wasn't that big of a guy mm-hmm. until Guardians of the Galaxy and then uh, Jurassic World. So. No, I think that I think they're always gonna look for people that are like the up and comers or people that they can make into stars. Because first of all, it's cheaper to get them on that first contract, right. so mm. they get to make a lot of money. So when they make a billion dollars in a movie and they only spent, you know, uh, got a twenty million dollar contract for like three films, you mm. know, <laughs> like they're making all that cake. It's like, yeah, we already paid you all the way off, and now you were even all the benefits of how great you are. Now the next contract. If you're smart like Robert, that's probably why um, Iron Man will probably be killed off in this movie. Oh just yeah, because he only he only does what one year contracts or one movie contracts, just so he oh, can really? see, hey, this movie did uh two point what billion? Oh yeah, <laughs> y'all can give me some more money. 
Go ahead and start adding a zero to this. So I think um I think they're always gonna kind of keep it keep it low key since they can find that next superstar and uh kind of tie them into the movies. At least into the so. trilogies of movies. I hope the way I hope that's the way that they do that. Because that makes sense, you know, financially speaking, but I'm just concerned that as it becomes bigger and bigger. You know, people are going to want to start putting them like the agents are going to be like, hey, you need to get Denzel in this. And as much as I would like to see Denzel in a movie, same type of thing. Yeah. You start, let's not use Denzel. We'll stay away from Denzel. He's, he's good. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all put you what you want. Some other big name person, you know, that Tom Hanks. They want to put Tom Hanks, <laughs> you know, they have Tom Hanks playing Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think they're gonna have any older people playing any young characters. I think, I think they're gonna stick with finding a closely thirty to forty, maybe early, like thirty to. You know how in Hollywood they can make a forty-year-old look like he's twenty-something sometimes. I don't know what I don't know what you're talking about. All, everybody in Avengers except the women are old. All of them are old. Well, they're All old, old now, but they weren't old when they started. It was just hey, the oldest person old. was Robert Downey when they started. Yeah, he's he the like, old one. Yeah, all like thirty, old. late thirties when he started started right, like thirty eight. Who I Ron think Downey? um Chad Chad Bozeman was kind of older, but you know he's black. You know black don't crack, so you know right. we, he he he'll still play. His, he'll be thirty in all his movies, even though he was probably forty when he started. <laughs> <laughs> just work out, keep keep your hair, you know you're good to go. I'm get you some water over there, sir. Coughing. <laughs> so, exactly. Okay. Uh, let me see here. Is there any other thoughts that I had? I said I would come back, but uh, oh, the, my other thing I was saying about this. I wonder how much of this is just a concept that they had buying time until they had the um, X Men until they had Fox. Yeah. Is that like, oh, you know, we don't, we know that, well, we can't just wait on that to happen. So Kevin's like, well, let's go ahead, you know, let's go ahead and get work on this. Now that they got that, I wouldn't be surprised if a month later it's like, yeah, no, nah, we're not, we're not. <laughs> we're not doing that. Test audiences real quick. Because the only thing, you don't want to, you don't want to have too much. Like we have, like, I know Marvel has everything, but when you got like Deadpool franchise, Avengers, then you had the individual Avengers franchise, and then you got X-Men, you got Spider-Man. It's like, now you got Eternals, you got Guardians of the Galaxy, you got, like, okay, y'all might need to slow this down. Like, because we ain't going to keep, well, we probably will, just because, like, this is, like, awesome for us. But, like, the pop, people are going to want something different after a while. I mean, ain't nothing going to stay fresh forever. So mm -hmm. I think they just need to keep it slow, maybe don't bring out so many movies. Like, don't go like, hey, I got to bring all the movies out now. Like, maybe make us want it more, you know, and then change, bring up some of these new franchises and don't do some of the other ones. Like, if they're going to have Captain Marvel, she don't need to be having a... She needs to probably be like how Captain America was. Like, Captain America, he had one solo film. Mm -hmm. Everything else, he's going to be teamed up with other people. Other <laughs> people will be in his movie to make it interesting. Uh -huh. We're gonna get, we're gonna get Fury, Black Widow, you know, the All Shield, everything. It has to be tied into his stuff. Like he can't carry a movie like just by himself. He has to have some kind. And like with Civil War, we need Iron Man and the other Avengers to come in here to really make this a great movie. To me, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's gonna be able to do that with just her. She's gonna have to have some other Guardians of the Galaxy stories, whatever they're gonna have her doing in space or around. I don't know. But she's gonna have to have some other people in her movies too. Um, and I think that's kind of how what they're gonna do. Like even with Spider Man, Spider Man, like having Tony in his movie at the beginning, I think was good. But I think also him having lots of different villains in his movies to make it interesting. Mm-hmm. And I like Spider Man, but he's been done a lot. Like they right. made a few different ones, so you need to have more influence of other characters, t- kind of being a part of his movies as well. Mm-hmm. Kind of make them all want, you no, know, make everything want people want to go see it. You know, you want to intertwine different characters since you got so many. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> well, we'll see. We'll see if this goes the way of the Inhumans. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking <laughs> like we had Angelina Jolie. Nah. nah. <laughs> Y'all want Wolverine? I know you do. I don't. We do. I <laughs> Wolverine. All right, sir. So um, let's go ahead and close it on out. Unless you got anything else to say? Nah, I think I'm good on out. On that one. Ready for Shazam next week. Go ahead and give us that KFH party EZ uh, breakdown. Yeah. Hey. You know what what time it is? It's uh, I'm gonna use some forty stuff stuff. You know what time it is? <laughs> we got um, KFH. You know we got two events. So our Friday event for the premiere movie party uh, for Avengers Endgame. I think we might have four seats left. I don't know. It might be sold out by now. So you might be off of that one. But Saturday we definitely have family night. We still have a few seats left in that one. So if you want to come out and just enjoy your Saturday with your family, we're going to have bowling, um, arcade, food, um, a whole cosplay um, set up. And we'll have the Down and Recline private movie theaters for the Endgame you know, because that's what you need to watch a three-hour movie. I, I don't think people understand. You need this type of stuff. You got three hours in that in that movie theater. You want to have popcorn and drinks and everything. Be relaxed. So come in there with the KFH, and we'll do it. Up. We'll do it up for you. So uh, definitely look for us on Eventbrite. You can also find us on Facebook um, on our page there to buy tickets as well. But yep, yeah, I'm out. I'll see you guys next week, Mister Zam. He's right about that, guys, because uh, all of y'all talking about, oh, yeah, well, you know, ch- black churches taught me how to be able to deal with the reality things. Yeah, the black church, we got offering, too. You can walk up, <laughs> you know, can stretch your legs a little bit, you know, okay. Wake it back up. We don't, you, we ain't have an offering. We, you know, there ain't no stretch break. <laughs> it's going to be three hours of pounding. So, yeah, you need to go ahead and get with KFH Party EV so they can hook you up with all the things. Plus, on one of those nights, Color commentary. We'll be performing live. Unless Charlie decides we're on Friday. Friday night. We'll be live on Friday. We will be live. You'll be to get the chance to see all this humor, all the jokes that don't make sense to you while you're watching them on the video will absolutely <laughs> still not make sense to you in person. <laughs> <laughs> see, I can change your expectations here. If you like what we did, make sure you give us a like. Leave a comment. What do you think about the Eternals? Again, I didn't know a lot about the character. I know how the team formed. I know about the the race, but I don't know about the team. So let's get some information about the uh, the characters on the Eternals themselves. Of course, as usual, you get to subscribe to survive. <laughs> <laughs> This, of course, has been Color Commentary, where we give you views from a different side. Peace.
All right.